0: Welcome to Dream, Declare, Deliver with Chris Guerrero and Candace Sogren. Join us each week as we explore how to live a life by design and turn inspiration into realization.
1: Hello and welcome back. We're so excited to see you this week. Um, if you haven't been with us before, my name is Candace Sogren and I'm here with Chris Guerrero my author, co-author, um, my co-conspirator in life and all things, and um, and just one of my best friends. And you're here today with us at Dream, Declare, Deliver. And so we are supporting you and others in living your life by design. What does that mean, living life by design? It sounds kind of fancy. It sounds kind of fluffy, like flowery. Um, when I was in my 20s, I, I had a boss who spoke in flowery language, and I never really... Gave him much credence, so so Chris and I have really been talking a lot. We've written a book called Typhoon Honey The Only Way Out Is Through, really on this topic of how do you live the life that you've always wanted, um, free from uh distractions. really, um, and so so what we're really focused on in that book and in this conversation is how to give you actionable ways to create the life that you want. And so, for the last two weeks, uh, we've been talking about how to dream and, and giving you some exercises for how to dream and and ways to dream. We've also been talking about ways of declaring. How do you how do you prepare yourself to declare and then how do you like get ready because you're gonna get what you asked for. And one of the things, one of the themes that came up in both of those weeks was considerations. And and as Chris and I have talked about considerations, these are the, the all the reasons you can't. <laughs> so it's either things that other people tell you, oh that's nice that you want that new job, but it's never going to happen, or that's nice that you want to have that li- that love of your life, but you know you're 15 pounds overweight. Whatever that is, mm-hmm. those are considerations that someone else is telling you that you're telling yourself that are holding you back. Mm-hmm. So today we're gonna. I'm really excited about our topic today because we're gonna start on deliver. And this, yeah, is, yeah. this is where you're going to start to see your ROI. And uh, and and with Deliver, um, Chris and I were just talking about like, okay, there's so many places we could go because Deliver really means committed action. And without committed action, a vision's just a nice idea. Without committed action, a dream is just something that you talk about. And so today we're going to start talking about doing it, living it, creating it, and being it. And the first thing that we think is important is. Letting go of all of those considerations. So Chris, like, what does that mean? Letting go of the considerations?
0: Well, you know, think of it. I think of it this way. There's, there's like, a, I'm carrying around, um, a body bag behind me full of rocks. <laughs> yeah. I know, but it's full of rocks and it's full of like all this stuff from my past. And it's just like, I got it over my shoulder and I'm like dragging it forward. And, and it kind of is the ballast that holds me from running at full speed, from, from achieving my dreams. You know, I, as long as I'm dragging this, you know, this, bag around behind me and this, this huge duffel sack full of boulders, uh, I'm really never going to get very far. So, so the first thing we have to do is like, you know, unzip the bag and look at the rocks and, and say, what are those things that are holding me back? What are those, you know, they're, they're a lot of times they're negative self thoughts. A lot of times they're, um, Interpretations that we made, uh, you know, based on past events, things that happened to us that actually happened, you know, but we took an interpretation of that and, and then that's stuck in there and says, Oh, you can't do that because you're just a little pipsqueak or you can't do that because, you know, and, and so on. So what those things are, uh, you know, are, you know, beliefs and thoughts and, and, um, interpretations of experiences from our past. So what letting go is all about is first identifying what those things are and then finding a mechanism to actually jettison them, you know, to let go of them, to, to get them out of our consciousness so that we can run down the road free and, and, and not dragging that bag.
1: It's so funny. You, you had such a PC, um, way of describing it th- as the bag <laughs> of boulders. I, I talk about it as a backpack full of poop. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and <laughs> like you first need to admit, I've got a backpack full of really stinky poop and you got to open up that backpack and decide what you're going to do with it. So, yeah. uh so thank it's you. She's the mom the- of a little one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. And it was a different word before I had a three year old. Um, but, but yeah. And so, so why, why is it important to let go? Like I, I think that. I think that a lot of times um people who aren't in this work all the time like you and I are um they might think like that's just silly you know like right. I'm not actually holding on to things but what's what's the value why why would you go through a practice of letting go
0: for me it's freeing um you know for me it's it's um there's so much of my my head energy my psychic energy is wrapped up in um all of those those thoughts and beliefs and so you know, in order to have the energy to take action and, and actually deliver on what, what we've said my dream is, um, I have to have the energy to be able to do that. And as long as that energy is tied up, um, and not free, um, I, I just, you know, I'm only going to give it half the amount that I can actually give it.
1: So I think you bring up a good point and I like to, I like to paint pictures with examples. And mm-hmm. and so the example that comes up for me is dating. And so like, you know, I, I have, I have so many friends who are in kind of blah, meh relationships, not me, uh, I, I, I'm madly in love, but, but many of my friends are in meh relationships and they keep talking about, you know, I really want to have a partner that X, Y, Z, I really want to have a relationship mm-hmm. that, that blows me away. I really want to have someone who listens, but yet they keep going home. To the partner who doesn't listen, they keep going home or going back to the partner that's not actually um, serving their needs. And I, I think of this practice of letting go as kind of like finally breaking up with the with the dirtbag boyfriend, or finally, <laughs> you know, finally saying, "All right, this is actually pulling energy away from me, mm-hmm. such that I can't actually go after the things that I want to go after."
0: I like the way you say that because because it's not about changing the boyfriend or the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You know, what it is is recognizing that I'm, I'm, I keep coming back to this place that's not serving me. Um, I keep calling that my home instead of recognizing that I, I need to be doing something other than what I'm doing now. And so it is, you know, it's, it's my summoning the power within me to say, no, this doesn't serve me anymore not this relationship not this concept not this you know this self belief or whatever um you know it's it's recognizing that it's not serving me and, and, the, and the
1: the practice of, of this is something that chris and i call clearing um and so chris what what is what is clearing well
0: clearing is um you know a way to um to bring honesty and openness to what's actually going on, uh, you know, when you're clearing with another person, um, you know, it's, it's saying, you know, here's what is going on inside of me, you know, and owning my story or owning my interpretation of what, you know, what's going on um, such that I free the other person and myself from that entanglement. Um, kind of that's it easiest way I can come up with it. I'm sure you can say much better.
1: I mean I think that I think that we do this a lot in life, right? So we do mm-hmm. spring cleaning of our houses or of our closets. I had I had a friend Janice who had made a business out of closet audits. And what closet audits were, she would go into your closet, she would pull everything out of your closet, and then she'd hang the things back up that you actually wear. And then for the things you don't wear, she'd either find a, a company thing, an accompanying thing that, to, to what you do wear. Or she'd donate it. She'd be like, okay, I'm going to take this stack. I'm yeah. going to donate it. Now look at how much space you have. Now what are you mm. going to do with that? And, and so thinking, I think of clearing our lives as a closet audit mm. and, and getting clear on, okay, what's serving us, what's not serving us. And so I think there's a couple of steps here um, that, that are helpful. And, and I invite you, if you're if you're listening today, to just jot it down. Take a piece of paper and a pen and think about, okay, in the last week of my life, in the last week of my life, what are things that I'm holding on to that have been holding me back? Mm-hmm. And it could be anything. So, Chris, like, give me some examples. What are things that you've been holding on to in the past week in your life that are holding you back?
0: Oh, I just don't have enough money to do that. Um, you oh, know, that um, too. yeah. Or, or you know, I've been thinking of of, of a trip uh, to South America, and um, you know, and and the two countries that I'm looking at are both you know riddled with pretty severe violence right now it's like oh that's not safe for me to go to um you know i i need to play it safe you know um i'm not the young guy that i used to be or or you know like there are all kinds of things like that um the big one for me is i'm retired (laughs) like that has all kinds of meanings and some of them are freeing and some of them are really you know um, trapping me, um, and, and slowing me down. So, um, so they, they can be anything, you know, Uh, um, sometimes, um, when you sit down, you know, imagine somebody standing in front of you and, and you say, you know, here's what my dream is. And, you know, your friend is, their job is to say all the reasons why you can't have that, you know, and you'll hear I mean, they'll make up stuff, right? But you'll hear inside that, bing, that one zing, you, ouch, that one stung, you know, that one doesn't matter. But, you know, like you'll hear which ones are yours because they'll hurt. Yeah. You know, that's one way to identify them.
1: So just in the past week, what's been coming up for me is I'm planning a trip to Australia with my sister. Um, She survived (laughs) breast cancer and like, this is a big deal for her. She wants to take this trip to Australia. something we've been Mm. talking about for 20 years. And, uh, and I told, I first told my, my lovely husband and he was like, nope, (laughs) like I don't want to go on that trip. And like, you've got a three-year-old at home and like all the reasons why we've talked about this on on a previous show. Um, and then, and then I I was like, okay, how am I going to talk about this with my boss? I just started my new job. I've only been here for a few months. And then I went to my boss and he's like, oh, wait, we have clients in Australia. Like, like go and you can have some meetings and we'll pay for it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, OK, that's cool. Right. Um, but so 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 that piece, the, the money piece had come out. But then in the last week, it was, well, I have all these other commitments. Mm-hmm. I have commitments. I have commitments that I know about and I have commitments I don't know about. There are things that could be happening in my life mm-hmm. that are like holding me back from taking any steps towards mm-hmm. this thing that's really important to my sister. So, yeah. so that's something that I get to clear. Now, now the next thing I'd ask you is once you have jotted down a couple of things that are holding you back, how do you feel like when, when you, when you look at those things, like, like I have these obligations, I am retired. Mm-hmm. How does that feel? And, and like, what are the beliefs that you have about yourself as a result of that? Mm-hmm. So, so you want to get first clear on, 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 like, what are the things we need to clear out? Mm-hmm. And I also invite you to think about other people. I just mentioned Andrew. I am definitely not going to clear out my husband, but like, like that conversation with him probably does need to be cleaned up Mm -hmm. because it wasn't supportive of my vision. And he probably had his own stuff that he needs to clear out about that. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Wasn't supportive of him, you know? And, and, and so when we have, when we have things to clean up or clear up with with other people, um, it's real important to actually make some time for it, to ask them for permission uh, to sit down and, and clear something out. I, you know, the funniest thing is in preparing for, for this, this past Tuesday, only, what, three days ago, um, from two different walks of my past, two different guys called me up and said, I really need to clear something with you. Um, do you have time right now? And I said, sure. What's up? One of them was from 20 somewhat years ago. Um, I was, I was, um, facilitating, a, a group dynamics thing, a trust fall. And, you know, the person instructing the trust fall, you tell somebody, you know, they're standing up on a, on a pedestal and you say, grab a hold of your shirt and don't let go and then fall back. I failed to tell one person that, or he didn't hear it. And when he fell back, he went this way, and his watch hit this guy on the cheek and cut him, and he had to get stitches for it. And <laughs> and he had forgotten all about it. And then one day he was, you know, just this past week, he was Sorry, telling someone. I know he was telling somebody about it. It's like I'm, you know, I, I still hold a grudge about that. So I need to call up Chris and and clean that up. So, <laughs> you know. And he's a good friend. He's this as a person that I that I you know hold near and dear. And and I, I said, you know, like wow, what an honor that is that you thought to call me up and say, you know, like I've been holding this this resentment way, 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 way back in the deep recesses of my brain, but it showed up. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't want that between us. Um so here's the story I made up. You know, and and he you know, he actually did a really good clearing. One of the things that we do when we're clearing is we say, here's my part. This this is what I'm holding on to. And what so we usually let's,
1: holding, yeah, go yeah ahead. Let's go through, let's go through the actual. So, so we're going to give you a formula right now. Right. And uh, I love formulas um, and we'll <laughs> talk about formulas a lot uh, on the, on this podcast, but what um, we'll actually have a formula for having a clearing conversation. So Chris mentioned step number one, which is make an appointment. Yeah. Do not just unload on someone because you woke up on the wrong side of the bed today and <laughs> you're in a horrible mood. I have done that. It does not go well. I promise. So, I'm so. And also saying, I'd like to clear something with you. I'd like to clear the air with you. There's something that's, you know, between us, letting them know that you've got something to clear because it allows them to prepare and it allows you to prepare for that conversation. So that's step number one.
0: Yeah. And, and the way, notice that my friend didn't say you did something to me, you know, he said, I've been holding on to something that I never talked to you about. And it's, it's what I made up about it that, you know, is kind of bugging me. And, yeah. and so, you know, it's real important to make the clearing, not about the other person, you know?
1: And and I'm going to give an example of this. Um, so my biological father, um, he, he and I have been working on clearing for years, um, still, still working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I, I one day said, Hey, I'd like to have a conversation. I made an appointment and we had a conversation. And, uh, and then I basically said this is when I was 35 years old and I, I said, I got on the phone call and I said, I forgive you. <laughs> and he was like, okay. <laughs> and I didn't tell him for what I w- didn't tell him the facts. I didn't give, and it was just more of a me being righteous. You know, righteous. <laughs> and so like, I forgive you. So what was his response? I forgive you too. Cause he didn't know what I was talking about. Like I came mm-hmm. out of that field and, and I got off the phone call at crying and um and so there's a bunch of things I did wrong in this, by the way, which we'll, we'll we'll dissect. But my husband said, "Let's go back to the very beginning. Did you call him to forgive him, or did you call to hear him say he was sorry?" And so the purpose of clearing is not to get the other person. I'm going to show you. It's not to get them to say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Recognize this is in my backpack, and I'm wanting to drop it out. So step number one is make an appointment. Step number two is share the facts, not your version of the facts, not like, you know, it was a beautiful day on the island of Sodor. I'm a big Thomas the Train fan right now. <laughs> so every every book is it's a beautiful day on the island of Sodor. But um, but rather than than pontificating, just share these things happened. Like, Chris, you were just talking about, right?
0: Yeah. Long and ago, then- far away, you were running a trust ball. The guy, you know, like, here's what happened. You know, he didn't hear you or you didn't say it, but he went blah and I got hit. Um, Exactly.
1: And then so so you share the facts. That's step number two. Mm -hmm. The facts, please. Just the facts. Then you share your interpretation. So when this happened, that's when you get to share whatever, whatever. And And the way he
0: said it was the story I made up was. And then he told me what, you know, like I didn't care enough about him or I wasn't paying attention, you know, like he made that up. That was his interpretation. But that's what, you know, kind of, you know, had him by the, you know, by the throat. um, And what was was causing him to hold on to this resentment?
1: Um, I think you just said something really important there, Chris, which is the my interpretation of this, these facts is not you didn't care about me. Like mm-hmm. that, that, I can't say, okay, so I opened my arms and and, and cut a guy's face. You didn't care about me. Mm-hmm. No, it's, I, I opened my arms and hit a guy's face and hurt him. And then I made up something like, you know, mm-hmm. I decided that, 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 like I wasn't worth caring about. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so really owning your yeah. part in that.
0: And, 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 you know, as a recipient, a recipient of, of that clearing, um, I was free then to say, holy smokes. I think, you know, I had forgotten all about that. Um, I do remember that. And I just, you know, my eye wasn't on the ball, you know, like I thought I had explained it to everybody so many times. This guy was like 10th in line. And, and, and so I thought it was, you know, I thought it was handled. And, you know, I got to own my part of that because he totally owned his. Yeah. You know and so and that's so, what's beautiful about a clearing
1: yeah and so so in this formula you make an appointment you share the facts, then you share your interpretation of the facts. the next step is what's your responsibility in it like mm-hmm. for this guy, 20 years later he's still holding on to it so so there he has responsibility in that he's been mm-hmm. holding a grudge against you for 20 years and that yeah. has to have had you know if he wrote that one down on the sheet of paper and talked about how he felt that has to feel like heavy. You know, yeah. like, wow, I've been carrying this boulder around in my bag for 20 years.
0: And they didn't even realize it. You know, it was like totally forgotten until something cued that memory and, and it came back. So, you know, a lot of times we might not be aware of the things that are in that bag, you know, of rocks or, you know, bag of poop or whatever it is. We might not even know it's there until we start the exercise of, of trying to, to clean it out.
1: And and then with that, once you've identified it, and like once you're like, wow, I'm holding I'm holding a grudge right now. The the next step is to take responsibility and say, okay, what? Here's what I'm going to do to shift this going mm-hmm. forward. Um, and this is honestly why this is the deliver portion of of our show is, is that is that you know like you could just go around telling you people you forgive them all day long, and that's not actually going to solve anything mm-hmm. because that's not that's not you do, taking any action towards your own vision. Um, And so this is a really important step, letting the other person know what you will do to shift this story moving forward. And then you can make an ask of them.
0: And that's so. the last step in the clearing is, you know, uh, he didn't ask me, but I said, is there any requests you have of me? Is there mm-hmm. anything I get to do or I need to do, and he said, "'No, no, no, I needed to just let go of it, and i'm clear now and and man, that feels like a relief, you know, but sometimes there's a request, and you can you can then honor that request, or you know if it's absurd or whatever it usually isn't um you know we we can we can move on you know the the space is cleared, and we're back to you know being clean between us now, the real hard person to clear with is guess who? Oh, uh, um, I don't know. The person <laughs> you heard is
1: not.
0: Yeah. yeah, right. The hardest person to clear with is ourselves, you know, because we have evidence that this belief is right. Because it's not something that's between me and another person. It's like it's something in my life that happened and I made an interpretation of that. And and so I'm Often attached to or, you know, pretty clear. That's who I am, you know, with that story. And so it's, it's a little harder to, to extract ourselves from it the way we do with another person and, and, you know, in doing the clearing. So how, how do you, how do you start off the clearing with yourself?
1: Well, you, you start I, like the one thing I always do is I try to start off just like your friend did, um, mm-hmm. identifying, oh, this thing happened to me and I made up an interpretation. I've been holding on to that interpretation for 20 years. I do actually look at what were the events. So, mm-hmm. so like, like, uh, you know, I, I, um, I, I had, I had a, a belief for a very long time that people can't treat, be trusted. So I have to do everything myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And I carried that with me everywhere that was mm-hmm. definitely holding me back. So, um, so the first thing was like, okay, how did I come to be this way? Um, and, and the one thing I did it is I, I journaled about it. Mm-hmm. I, I spent some, a lot of time being like, okay, where did this come from? Yeah. And I identified the moment in time that it came from and I went back and I said, okay, like what interpretation did I make up about myself? Why is that not serving me anymore? And what is my new commitment to myself? Um, knowing that. So right. what about
0: you? So it's the same sort of thing, you know, like we said before, it's, it's like what's the facts? What actually happened without interpretation, without story, without embellishment? Just you know, this is what happened. You know, when I was four years old, I did da 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 da, and that's that's what happened. As if you were like some outside reporter watching it and and reporting on the evening news. Um, the second thing that I inject in into clearing with myself is I get to ask myself, what's the benefit that I get out of holding on to this? because i'm i'm there, it's there and it's it's perpetuated for a reason a lot of times you know some of us will have these self-deprecating statements about ourselves oh i'm really dumb at math i don't know how to do that at which point everybody around us says oh no you're really good you're really smart you know like i think you're the greatest and and you know in a reverse kind of way we get praise by by you know beating ourselves up so some of these things get reinforced um in in there because we get something out of it um Mm -hmm. sometimes the the get what we get out of it is it just keeps us playing safe you know and dream declare, deliver is all about stepping out over the abyss and and taking a risk so you know those things that would keep us safe are often the, the the limiting beliefs of the rocks in the bag you know that we're carrying around too
1: And and I think one of the things, and this is going to be the homework that we give for tonight uh, or today for for those of you who are listening, um, is, is you get to replace it. You get to replace that belief with something else. So just like when you were clearing with someone else and you said, okay, here's what happened. Here's the interpretation I made up about it. Here's my responsibility. What you can count on for me to shift this is, and my request of you is, you could do the same thing with yourself. So the homework that we're going to offer to you today is to write down three limiting beliefs. Three things that you continuously tell yourself: you're too old, you're too young, you're too fat, mm-hmm. you're too skinny, you're too whatever. Right. Um, you don't have right. enough money, whatever, whatever it is. Write them down, get really clear on them, and then tell, go through the clearing conversation with yourself. So these are the facts. Think about the facts where you first got them from. This is this is the interpretation I made up. My responsibility in this is, and the way I'm going to shift this is, and replace that with something different. Mm-hmm. So if it is I, people can't be trusted. So I have to do everything myself. I will trust Mm -hmm. period. Write it down. So that's an example. So pick three of these of these beliefs and, and go through a clearing conversation with yourself. And
0: it doesn't necessarily have to be the opposite of what you've said, you know, but it has to be related to what the underlying um, net belief is. So if it's uh, if it's about my worth or it's about my my abilities, you know, I could say I am highly capable. You know, if my self-limiting belief is I can't do math because I'm dyslexic, um, and so I, I'm not good at money money management or something like that, um, you know, I can, you know, replace that with I'm highly capable, I get a lot of stuff done, or you know, any positive statement that's related to that sort of can do, can't do uh kind of thing. So we want to pick something, you know, that's either the opposite or is related to it in a positive variety. I'll, or, or, I'll, a sh-
1: or a shift that you're committed to making. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, yeah. And and I'll say one other trick, and this is a, a cognitive manipulation trick. One of the things you can do is write that self-limiting belief on a three by five card. And then with a big red magic marker, put an X from corner to corner on it, flip it over. And on the other side, write the positive thing. And what that, anytime you have that thought or, you know, um, carry it around with you, you pull that card off, your mind sees a red X through it, just you know, and then you flip it over and you read the, you know, the other response, and very quickly that maps in that new thought, Um, it's a trick, your brain knows it's a trick, I know it's a trick, you know it's a trick, but it works, <laughs> you know? so um it's actually a fun thing to do. And I think with that, we're gonna. There, there's so many more things that we can get into. We want to talk about shifting and things like that, and how to do shifts. Um, but we'll pick that up on another uh, on another session. Uh, for today, um, you know, we just want to keep you in, in positive mentality going forward. Dream, declare, deliver. Um, we got a lot more to talk about in terms of how to deliver um, to yourself and to the world what it is that you came here for. So, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Candice, and um, we'll see you next
1: time. Thank you. Bye-bye.